Good afternoon, Rich Das, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design Franchise here for this week's Embedded Executive Podcast. This week, my Embedded Executive is Jeff Maroney. He is the Director of Power Management R&D for Kilby Labs. Actually, you got a doctor in front of your name there, Jeff. Did I do you an injustice? Are you Dr. No, Jeff? I am a doc. Well, I guess uh, technically. Um... I have a PhD, but I'm not a medical doctor. So. I was going to say, you know, it hurts when I do this. I thought maybe you could help me, but okay. If something, something happens on an airplane, I don't ring the call button. <laughs> Very good. So, director of the Kilby Labs, what what does that mean? What What is the Kilby Labs? Yeah, well, uh, first of all, thanks for having me. And um, Kilby Labs is our corporate R&D organization. So, of course, TI has a lot of investments in R&D, but Kilby Labs is our centralized corporate R&D. Hey, can I interrupt so you for one sec? Yeah. Um, I never even said that you were... Th- Texas Instruments, um, <laughs> as, as part of your bio, uh, my apologies. So Jeff is with Texas Instruments. So let me back up and ask that question again, because you would assume that the Kilby Labs is part of TI. So let me ask the question again, <laughs> what is the Kilby Labs? Yeah, yeah, sure. So uh, as part of Texas Instruments, as was mentioned, I, uh, I'm responsible for our corporate R&D and power management and Kilby Labs as a whole does um, the centralized R&D um, or serves the centralized R&D function for TI. So we look at more disruptive innovations further out in time, higher risk, higher reward. Okay, um, do you have any tangible examples? Because that's a little bit um, out there, what you just said. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, um, you know, at least from uh, from my visibility, my uh, organization, one thing that comes to mind is um, isolation. So we've got a lot of investments in integrated isolation isolation. And so the way that we try to think about it is we'll invest in technologies that we believe are foundational. And for us, foundational means that it solves an important customer problem. It's something where we want to have a skill set where we can continuously invest, continuously grow and and, um, build our competency. And it spans multiple product teams across TI. So in the case of isolation, we've been able to develop some technologies, for example, around integrating um, power transfer inside of our package in a high voltage isolation scenario. So think 30 megahertz, 40 megahertz, high frequency DC to DC converters where we can um, transfer power across that isolation barrier, uh, think one watt, two watt, and that can serve functions in power management, it can serve functions in um, signal processing, data converters, isolated transceivers. And so um, that's kind of an area where you can imagine uh, we've made a lot of investments. In fact, there's products out that have come from that through, uh, through Kilby partnerships with the product groups. So I'm a little confused about the part about your team and the product teams. I would think mm-hmm. if, I'm, if I'm part of a product team, um, aren't I doing the development for a particular product? Where, do you, where does your team fit in? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So first what I'd say is if you think about um, our, our, our model. So we have a lot of technologies. We are um, primarily almost, um, almost- When you say our model, are you saying the TI model or the Kilby Labs model? Uh, the Kilby Labs model, okay. yeah. So, um, so in that context, we have a lot of engineers and we always have um, unique creative ideas. That's what we're chartered to do. But a lot of times what we've found historically is that we come up with these ideas, we develop them in silos, and then we hand them to the product teams and it doesn't go anywhere. And so the way that we've built our model in Kilby Labs is to partner with the, our, with the product lines that are responsible for making the product really from day one. So we co-define the problem, we co-define the um, opportunity, we um, have people assigned from both teams that work together on this. And the, really the most distinguishing factor about what we would do in that model 
is the risk. So we have something that's much higher risk. Our goal is to fail fast if we're going to fail. And so we put that investment in, we answer the highest risk, risk parts of whatever that investment may be. And by the time we finish with the kind of quote unquote Kilby project, the risk um, of that technology looks and feels like what a normal product group can tolerate from their risk tolerance perspective. And so that's kind of the objective of the work that we do. And we do it very closely in partnership with the product teams. So it's not a, we want to do it, or you, you should do it. It's really a partnership from day one, one project, one goal, one set of milestones just happens to be staffed across two teams. But isn't there some level of, I don't need their help. You know, we know how to do this ourselves. Yeah, I mean, I think there's uh, there's uh, there's an important point underneath that that I think um, kind of will answer your question. So when I think about foundational technologies, let me use that isolation example that I mentioned earlier. So we may go develop something that allows us to transfer a watt of power across a reinforced isolation barrier with some circuit techniques and some packaging, multidisciplinary innovations across process package and so on. And we do that within within a, a, a collaboration with a product line one. Um, let's say we finish that, or let's say we're halfway through a different product line who has no experience in that wants to take that same technology and build an isolated data converter that's self-powered, where this power supply will power the secondary side of that data converter with that same function. They have no experience, no knowledge, no capability in being able to do that other than they know that there's a market for it and a desire for it. And so the, the value that they, they see and the partnerships that we form with them within Kilby Labs is really that we have a skill set and capability that, trans, that translates across multiple different product types, product families, and categories. And as that skill set proliferates into the product teams, they become self-sufficient. So at that point, they don't necessarily need the Kilby collaboration, their roadmap they can own. And Kilby would move on to the next thing that's got the next level of risk. And so that's kind of, I think, the way that the framework of the model is intended to intended to work. Okay. And are you, are you sticking to power products or do you tackle anything? Uh, so it's that's another very good question. So Kilby Labs represents all of TI. Um, I'm, of course, personally responsible for the power management. We have um, peers uh, of mine that represent other areas, including signal processing and um, embedded processing. Um, what I would add, though, is that TI is a big company um, and we can't do everything for everybody. And so what we've decided is that we want to focus on the key areas where we need to build core competency. And those areas are really defined by things that we think are going to be customer problems now and for the foreseeable future. So that's what we build projects around. That's what we invest in in terms of skill sets and, and experts and capabilities and functions. And um, it doesn't mean that we cover everything for everybody, but those are the areas that we believe Kilby can have the most impact working with our product teams and with customers. Okay. Those other two teams that you just mentioned, are they physically mm -hmm. in the same location? So Kilby as a whole has multiple locations. Our biggest location is in Dallas. Um, and that's where um, a couple of those teams are. We also have uh, a large site in Santa Clara, and that's also where our CTO sits, who runs all of Kilby Labs. Um, and then we have teams in Freising, Germany, which is very, uh, very near Munich, just outside of Munich, and um, a team in Japan that focuses on materials development. And do they all pretty much have the same charter? They operate the same way? That's right. Correct. Very interesting. Very interesting. Um, so what are you working on now? You probably can't tell me that, I would, I would guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't uh, tell you everything, and I probably am going to have trouble choosing. But, you know, if I just... Uh, I won't I tell anybody. You. Come on. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, just between us friends. Um, if I uh, 
if I kind of just uh, talk about the categories first, we have isolation, which I mentioned. We also have a lot of investments in high voltage right now that centers around gallium nitride, which TI has um, had a big presence in. We also are investing in um, power density, mostly in the form of integrated passives. And then the, um, excuse me, the last area is um, EMI, low EMI. Um, and so those are kind of, as I mentioned before, we can't do everything for everybody. So those are sort of the foundational areas that we're building competency around in my team. Um, on the EMI side, actually, it's a good example. It's something that we've been working on in, uh, in the more recent future or the recent history is, um, is active EMI filtering. So if you've got noise canceling headphones, um, it works the same way, but for EMI rather than um, audible noise. And so we measure the EMI, uh, conducted EMI in this case, and we cancel that EMI so that the, the converter that's generating that EMI can have a much smaller passive filter. And so that's another, uh, I think, uh, area that comes to mind that there's a lot of excitement around and a lot of, uh, a lot of historical investment and future investments that we're making. Very cool stuff. I uh, wish you a lot of luck on this because it sounds yeah. pretty interesting. There's no, no uh, shortage of challenges, that's for sure. Yeah, so I was just about to end, but you, you just raised them. How do you decide what to work on? Oh, that's another guy. Uh, you got a lot of good questions. That, so there's a few ways that we try to think about the work that we do. Probably um, the most important fundamental is that we need to be sure that we're solving a real customer problem and that we're not just doing something that seems like it's cool because we think it's new. And so we definitely have a heavy emphasis on making sure that we understand the market, understand the customers, and understand we're solving a customer problem. Beyond that, for Kilby, a lot of times the way that we'll look at our investments is that we don't want to have a single discipline innovation. Um, I believe that the most impactful things we can do are what we call multidisciplinary innovations. And so for our disciplines, that's normally process technology, um, packaging technology, and circuit, um, circuit and IC design. And so what we'll try to do is we'll try to work across those, um, those functions. And if we have something that we believe solves that customer problem, that uses ingredients from each of those functions. We also believe that that presents a, a significant barrier to competition and also gives us an opportunity to have more innovation. And so typically that's how we try to think about our projects. We wanna have an element of, of course, customer problem and an element of multidisciplinary innovation because that's, that's where we can get the more disruptive innovations and the more, um, the more compelling solutions for our customers. And so we try to think of things through those kinds of lenses, if it makes sense. So you don't ever work on anything just because it's cool. Um, there are a very small subset of projects where <laughs> we uh, where we um, we don't adhere to the Kilby model I mentioned before, and those are typically things that are much more speculative. And I mean, the simplest way to conceptualize it is risk versus time and investment versus time. So there are a few things out there like that that are um, uh, you know very far out, um, where maybe customers. Um, intersection isn't as clear or product um, line um, collaboration isn't there. Um, we do invest in those, but the investment is smaller relative to the stuff that we would do that's maybe uh, maybe closer and uh, and less um, and less speculative. I'll just keep that between us. We're good. <laughs> well, thanks, Jeff. I appreciate you taking the time. I know you're a busy guy down there. Yeah, no, I appreciate uh, appreciate uh, having me on and thanks for the opportunity. That was Jeff Maroney. He is the Director of Power Management R&D for Kilby Labs for Texas Instruments and Iron Rich NAS with Open Systems Media.